Happy Blessed Sunday. I'd like to welcome everybody here to Worship Without Walls. On behalf of myself, Pastor Shane, and the church, I thank each and every one of you for joining me here, joining us here as the church in a whole, worshiping together. And it's our goal to bring worship, to bring church, to bring the word and the gospel of Christ to you where you are each and every Sunday pending health. And I say that based on the couple weeks that I had to take a little hiatus due to COVID-19. Back, we're here in the second Sunday of Lent. And just as a reminder, as we're embarking in the second Sunday of Lent, let us continue to move forth, looking at things that are evil and are sin addictions that we don't need in our lives anymore. And although it's hard, let us continue to work to fast and to shed ourselves from them. Let us pray. Artists of souls, you sculpted a people for yourself out of the rocks of wilderness and fasting. Help us as we take up your invitation to prayer and simplicity that the that the discipline of these 40 days may sharpen our hunger for the feast of your holy friendship. And wet our, wet our thirst for the living water that you offer through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Our opening hymn for this morning is Be Thou My Vision. Thank you. 
Let us affirm our faith. We believe in Jesus Christ, our, the Lord, who was promised to the people of Israel, who came in the flesh to dwell among us, who announced the coming of the rule of God, who gathered disciples and taught them, who died on the cross to free us from sin, who rose from the dead to give us life and hope who reigns in heaven at the right hand of God, who comes to judge and bring justice to victory. We believe in God his Father, who raised him from the dead, who created and sustains the universe, who acts to deliver his people in times of need, who desires all men everywhere to be saved, who rules over the destinies of men and nations who continues to love men even when they reject him. We believe in the Holy Spirit, who is the form of God present in the church, who moves men to faith and obedience, who is the guarantee of our deliverance, who leads us to find God's will in the word, who assists those whom he renews in prayer, who guides us in discernment, and who impels us to act together. We believe God has made us his people to invite others to follow Christ, to encourage one another to deeper 
commitment to proclaim forgiveness of sins and hope, to reconcile men to God through word and deed, to bear witness to the power of love over hate, to proclaim Jesus Lord of all, to meet the daily tasks of life with purpose, to suffer joyfully for the cause of right, to the ends of the earth, to the end of the age, to the praise of his glory. Amen. And amen. I turn now into our red hymnal to 71. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Bless the Lord, O my soul, who forgives all your iniquities who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and abounding in mercy. He has not dealt with us according to our own sins, nor punished us according to our iniquities. Bless the Lord, O my soul. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward those who fear him. Bless the Lord, O my soul. As far as the east is from the west, so far as he removed our transgressions from us. As a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. As for man, his days are like grass, as a flower of the field. So he flourishes, for the wind passes over it, and it is gone. And its place remembers it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting. The Lord has established his throne in heaven, and his kingdom rules over all. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. Bless the Lord. I turn to 659, Salvation by Grace. From his fullness have we all received grace upon grace. For the law was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. Law came in to increase the trespass. But where sin increased, grace abounded all the more. 
so that as sin reign in death, grace also might reign through righteousness to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. But God, who is rich in mercy out of the great love which he loved us, even when we were dead through our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised us up with him and made us sit with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not because of works, lest any man should boast. The grace of God has appeared for the salvation of all men, training us to renounce irreligion and worldly passions, and to live sober, upright, and godly lives in this world. When the goodness and loving kindness of our God, our Savior, appeared, he saved us, not because of deeds done by us in righteousness, but in virtue of his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal in the Holy Spirit, which he poured out upon us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that we might be justified by his grace and become heirs in hope of eternal life. Our next hymn is On Christ the Solid Rock I Stand. Let's restart that. Take two. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand, all other ground is sinking sand. When darkness veils his lovely face, I rest on his unchanging grace, in every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds me. Covenant his blood support me in the willing. 
flood when all around my soul gives way he then is all my hope and stay on christ the solid rock i stand all other ground is sinking sand all other ground is sinking sand when he shall come with trumpet sound oh may i then in him be found dressed in his righteousness alone faultless to stand before the throne on christ's solid rock i stand all other ground is sinking sand all other ground is sinking sand Turn once more to a blue hymnal. 660, Redemption. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as ransom for many. But now righteousness from God, apart from law, has been made known to which the law and the prophets testify. This righteousness from God comes through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference, for all have sinned and fall short of glory of God and are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. God presented him as a sacrifice of atonement through faith in his blood. He did this to demonstrate his justice because his forbearance, he had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. He did it to demonstrate his justice at the present time so as to be just and the one who justifies the man who was, who has faith in Jesus. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. For this reason, Christ is the mediator of a new covenant, that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance, now that he has died as a ransom to set them free from the sins committed under the first covenant. For you know that it was not with perishable things, such as silver or gold, that you were redeemed from the empty way of life, handed down to you from your forefathers. But with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb, without blemish or defect. Now let us pray.
God of the covenant, you call us to be fruitful servants within creation and to offer our lives as the foundation of your realm. We lay before you the desires of our hearts that we may be transformed by their fulfillment. And as we pray today for the world and the whole church, Lord, we come to you on this Sunday thankful for the ability to be here once again together to praise your holy name and to hear the teachings of your Son, Jesus Christ. Lord, we look to you humbled by your mercy and your grace that you have shown upon your children throughout this life that we live. Lord, as we continue through Lent, help us to shed away the addictions and the desires and, and the sinful natures that this earth, this flesh has given to us and help us focus our eyes once more on you. Help us create those good habits, praying. Teach us to pray appropriately, Lord, because, Lord, you already know what we're going through, so help us to just communicate and talk to you. Help us to humble ourselves and to look up to the sky and say, Lord, I need you, because, Lord, we each need you each and every day. Lord, we ask that you grant, O oh God, that the prayers that we offer may be your channel for new and abundant life, not only hoped for, but worked for, through faithful word and deed. Amen. <clears throat> I turn to our <clears throat> red hymnal number 49 exalted above the heavens have mercy on me O God have mercy on me for in you my soul takes refuge I will take refuge in the shadow of your wings until the disaster has passed have mercy on me O God have mercy on me I cry out to God Most High, who fulfills His purpose for me. He sends from heaven and saves me, rebuking those who hotly pursue me. God sends His love and His faithfulness. Have mercy on me, O God, have mercy on me. I am in the midst of lions. I lie among ravish, ravenous beasts. Men whose teeth are spears and arrows, whose tongues are sharp swords. Have mercy on me, O God, have mercy on me. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. They spread a net for my feet. I was bowed down in distress. They dug a pit in my path but they have fallen into it themselves. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all of the earth. My heart is steadfast, O God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make music. Awake, my soul, awake. 
harp and lyre. I will awaken the dawn. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all of the earth. I will praise you, O Lord, among the nations. I will sing of you among the peoples. For great is your love reaching to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all of the earth. <clears throat> now, dear Heavenly Father, we ask that you keep us in your kingdom and remind us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Now let us pray. God of all, you love us and have claimed us. As you bless Sarah and Abraham, you have invited us into the blessing of connection within the family of humanity, whom you continue to bless. We give our tithes and offerings in celebration of the depths of our blessing. And we pray that they will strengthen the church across the world to bless all of your children. In the holy name of Christ, our Savior and Redeemer, we pray in gratitude. Amen. As we turn to today's scripture from the Gospel of Mark, the 8th chapter, verses 31 through 38. Then he began to teach them that the Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, the scribes, and be killed, and after three days rise again. He said all this quite openly. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and looking at his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. He called the crowd with his disciples and said to them, If any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. For what will it profit them to gain the whole world and forfeit their life? Indeed, what can they give in return for their life? Those who are ashamed of me and of my words 
in this adulterous and sinful generation of them the son of man will also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his father with the holy angels and here ends today's scripture And this brings me to today's sermon, Life's Difficult Journey. Keep going. Are you someone who struggles with the day-to-day -day that life brings? Do you feel that you fail the Lord daily? Do you feel that you fall short of what the Lord has wanted you to be and become the Lord's path? he has had for you. That walking with Christ is just too difficult. Well, understand that you're not alone, brothers and sisters. You see, many of us struggle as we walk with Christ in our life. We struggle for some reason based on a feeling that we have to be perfect in order to walk with Christ and in order for him to be happy with us. However, what we fail to realize is that in a world full of sin, Christ chose to be the sacrificial lamb to save you and I. That our God calls you and I by name. And ultimately, as we sit here today and we think about some of the hymnal readings that we read, we think about the scripture and how Christ rebuked Peter because he was thinking from mankind. He was thinking from the flesh. He didn't want to see his friend die. And if there's anyone out there that has had a loved one before, lying there, and it's just a matter of time before the Lord calls your loved one home, you understand that feeling. The selfishness of the flesh is strong. We don't want to see our loved one die. I dealt with this a little over a year ago with my grandfather. I didn't want to see him go. But the prayer I just knew that I had to pray to the Lord was, Lord, it is okay for you to call your son home. And when I talked to my grandfather at his bedside, I reminded him that it is okay. He does not have to keep fighting the good fight no matter how hard that might be for you to think of. Because it is God's will, not ours, 
It is God's will, not the flesh. That is why Lent is the season for us to repent. The season for us to sit here and to fast. To shed ourselves of the things that the flesh says that we want and we need. It is the reminder to us that the Lord our God is in charge. No matter what we may think. And I know there's plenty of you that sit there and can look back at moments in your lives and say, I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for the Lord. I wouldn't be where I am and have made it through the struggles that I've made it through if it wasn't for the Lord. And that is why, as we look at the title of today's sermon, of life's difficult journey, we have to think of things in the light that not everything comes perfectly to us. Not everything is easy. There is going to be times during our journey with the Lord that it is difficult. I'd like to give you a little example. So I just printed this out and I'll bring it a little closer for the camera. So it's a stained glass picture. And if anyone listening has ever worked with glass, you know how difficult it is. And think about stained glass, the right size piece, the right angles fused together to make something beautiful. <clears throat> As we talk about that, <clears throat> and we think about that, what happens if one of those pieces you cut because the glass is so fragile, cracks. You have to get another piece of glass and start again for that piece. Or figure out a way to fuse it together and blend it where it makes sense in the beautiful artwork that you're making. But we all can imagine if we have not worked with glass and done stained glass, to know just how long of a journey, how hard of a journey at times it might be to make a beautiful creation such as this. You see, far too often we think that life with Christ is just going to be a blessing and just going to be easy. But we forget that our Lord teaches us every day, in every moment of our lives, something. And if we need to be reminded of humility and humble ourselves, well, by God, our Lord is going to do that. He's going to send something to our lives that will help remind us that it is time for us to humble ourselves once more, fall on our knees and say, Lord, I need you. Just as we did today in our prayer for the people. You see... In our gospel scripture from the gospel of Mark today, Christ called the crowd with his disciples and he said to them, if any want to become my followers, then let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. So why is it 
that as Christians, far too often we tend to not deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow Christ as instructed. Why is it that when tough times happen, we just feel our Lord has abandoned us instead of remembering He is walking beside us through every storm life has to offer and that He will not forsake us. He will not leave our side. No. We just have to stay faithful and remember His words to take up our cross and follow Him. Denying ourselves, denying the fleshful lusts, denying the things that the flesh urges for and wants, because at the end of the day, it is not the things that we want, but the things that Christ says we need in our lives. At the end of the day, his being on the path of salvation by grace through Christ. May we read apart from our hymnal from the salvation of grace. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing, it is the gift of God, not because of works, lest any man should boast. Right there! It even says that it is not done by fleshful things, by things of mankind, but of by the grace of God that we have been saved through our faith in Christ, through our faith in God, our Father. So when Christ tells us to deny ourselves and take up our cross, that is exactly what he's asking us to do. He's asking us to deny our addictions to drugs. He's asking us to deny our addictions to nicotine, to alcohol, to pills, to sex, to lust for others. He's asking us to deny ourselves addictions to pornography. He's asking us to deny ourselves the addiction to what media specifically social media, says that we should look like and act. You see, it's not against the rules of God, against the rules of Christ for us to sit there and spread light and love into the world. Because by doing so, we are doing God's work. We are denying ourselves. As long as we're doing it not looking for the approval of others, as long as we're doing it not looking for those likes, for those clicks, for those watches. I did a reel on Instagram for Worship Without Walls. And it was a simple one. If anyone's not familiar what re with what reels are, similar to a TikTok. And again, I did it as it's the season of Lent and as a reminder to those following us on Instagram and for anyone else that Happen to scroll through and see that reel. Sins. Addiction. Lustful wants. 
evil. Why not shed them? Why not fast them away from our lives and focus on the light and love of our Lord? And now I'm sure that's not the exact words I used at the time, but it's pretty close, I believe. And for anyone wanting to go back and see what I said, please follow us on Instagram and please do so. But again, we go back to when things get hard. <clears throat> if the stained glass maker or the artist who drew this stained glass picture gave up because it got hard, they would never get anywhere. If the cook decided that the shift was too hard after you placed your order in a restaurant, do you think you're going to get food? If the singer, after writing a few lyrics or singing a few bars, realized that getting the song just right was too hard and quit, do you think we'd have music? If Jesus Christ thought that being the sacrificial lamb to forgive us of our sins was too hard and chose a different path, do you think we would be here today, brothers and sisters? And just when we think it's too hard in the battle against racism and racial injustice, remember, we're just getting started. Keep going. That is the lesson for today. When things get tough, when the storm gets so strong that you don't think you can go on, keep going. I saw a meme on Instagram or Facebook when I was scrolling, and it was of a miner, two different miners. One that kept digging away, and one that when things got tough, turned back and was walking away only inches from the prize, from the gold, from the jewels. And it was a reminder message for all of us, again, just like today's message, that when things get tough in life's journey, when things get difficult, we are to keep going. When we feel like we can't continue to follow Christ because it's too hard, because our friends make fun of us for preaching. Obviously, then they're not good friends. Because any good friend would encourage you in the light and in love of Christ. Just as we are to encourage others. Let me read another, a passage again from our hymnal under redemption. And it says, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, in accordance with the riches of God's grace that he lavished on us with all wisdom and understanding. If we have all wisdom and understanding through the forgiveness of our sins and the blood that was shed for us, in accordance with the riches of God's grace, then we have the wisdom to do exactly as Christ had instructed us to do in today's gospel, 
which was to deny ourselves and to take up our crosses and follow him. Christ died on a cross for our sins. We are responsible for taking up our crosses and denying ourselves of things of the flesh. As I said before, and as I brought up last week, and I will continue to bring up those things of addiction, those things of guilt, of lust, sin, sexual immorality, those things of pornography. And I will keep bringing these things up over and over again as reminders of the things that Christ says we don't need. They're things of the flesh. And by taking up our cross, no matter how difficult it is, we are instructed by Christ to keep going. And that is the lesson for today. That is our message for today. To rebuke evil when it comes through and says, hey, we have this great thing for you. You don't have to keep on this path no matter how hard it is. We are to sit there and say, away with you, Satan, just as Christ did to Peter when Peter tried to rebuke Christ for telling them that he was going to die for our sins. We are to rebuke the evil one because he will whisper in our ear anything and everything that he thinks we need to say. In fact, he will come to us and speak scripture just as he did to Christ in the wilderness. It is our job to understand what is right and what is true and what comes from the gospel of our Lord and Savior. No lies, no conspiracy theories, no misguided truth, no nationalism Christianity. Just the church doing what the church is supposed to do, helping those in need feeding the sick, helping the poor, loving each other as God has intended us to do. Ultimately, denying ourselves of those flesh things, those things of mankind, the riches, the luxury life, and taking up our cross, following Christ through all difficulties and challenges that life may give us and may bring us, no matter what. And I'm sure every pastor around would agree with me. It is why we do what we do. Because we have decided to be that voice, to shepherd her flocks, to be voices in buildings, or in this case, for worship without walls, to be the voice bringing it to you, yourself, where you are at, to let you know that Christ loves you. He's here for you. All he asks and all Lent reminds us to do is to shed ourselves of those things that hold us back from taking up our crosses and following Christ. Those things that make life's journey difficult and hold us back. Keep going, brothers and sisters, to the glorious light of Christ. Now, dear Heavenly Fathers, we come to you this morning. We thank you for this message to lay down the things 
that we have to deny ourselves and to take up our cross and follow your Son. Through this message we know, as well as through others, that we must rebuke Satan in every form he comes in. Father, as we come to you this morning, thankful for this message, thankful for your word, for your grace and for your redemption through your Son, Jesus Christ, love and sacrifice and the strength and the power of the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen and Amen. Our final hymn is Standing on the Promises. Please join me in our final hymn for today. people in covenant and promise them your blessing. Strengthen us in faith that with your disciples of every age that we may proclaim your deliverance in Jesus Christ to the generations yet unborn. Amen.
And now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face to you and give you peace. Go in peace, brothers and sisters. Amen and amen. Are you looking for some Christian-based apparel to wear? Masks, hoodies, shirts, possibly women's leggings? Then look no further than checking out our Teespring store at teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls. It's all custom designed from us here at Worship Without Walls. Again, that is teespring.com backslash stores backslash worship dash without dash walls. Hope you find something you like for you or your loved ones. Have a blessed day.